Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future experimental injections that might come our way, no matter what situations you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and a little bit of merchandise. And also, you can find out how I can be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founder's Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible. It does include historical documents from the Founder's era. Truly is a treasure for your home, and you can find one at www foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy today if you'd like to at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 159. If you just happen to click on this episode for the first time, welcome to the podcast. We are reading the Bible in a year here, and I do not recommend that you wait until January 1st, so I'm just so glad that you're here. You can absolutely continue from here and go to the end and then pick up on all episodes before now, if that's how you'd like to do it. You can mix and match episodes, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, and Or also, you can just stop this episode right here and go to the day one episode and let today be your day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's all good. If you've been here since day one, fantastic. I'm so happy that you're joining me here from all over. I'm very, very excited to be here with you in this transformative experience. Absolutely. So today we are going to be reading Hosea 11 through 13 and Matthew 19. Hosea chapter 11, God yearns over his people. When Israel was a youth, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. The more they called them, the more they went from them. They kept sacrificing to the Baals and burning incense to idols. Yet it is I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them in my arms, but they did not know that I healed them. I led them with cords of a man, with bonds of love, and I became to them as one who lifts the yoke from their jaws, and I bent down and fed them. They will not return to the land of Egypt. But Assyria, he will be their king, because they refuse to turn return to me. The sword will whirl against their cities and will demolish their gate bars and consume them because of their counsels. So my people are bent on turning from me. Though they call them to the one on high, none at all exalts him. How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I surrender you, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zebuim? My heart is turned over within me. All my compassions are kindled. I will not execute my fierce anger. I will not destroy Ephraim again, for I am God and not man, the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. They will walk after the Lord. He will roar like a lion. Indeed, he will roar, and his sons will come trembling from the west. They will come trembling like birds from Egypt and like doves from the land of Assyria, and I will settle them in their houses, declares the Lord. 
Ephraim surrounds me with lies, and the house of Israel with deceit. Judah is also unruly against God, even against the Holy One, who is faithful. Ephraim reminded, chapter 12. Ephraim feeds on wind and pursues the east wind continually. He multiplies lies and violence. Moreover, he makes a covenant with Assyria, and oil is carried to Egypt. The Lord also has a dispute with Judah and will punish Jacob according to his ways. He will repay him according to his deeds. In the womb he took his brother by the heel, and in his maturity he contended with God. Yes, he wrestled with the angel and prevailed. He wept and sought his favor. He found him at Bethel, and there he spoke with us. Even the Lord, the God of hosts, the Lord is his name. Therefore, return to your God, observe kindness and justice, and wait for your God continually. A merchant in whose hands are false balances, he loves to oppress. And Ephraim said, Surely I have become rich. I have found wealth for myself. In all my labors they will find in me no iniquity, which would be sin. But I have been the Lord your God since the land of Egypt. I will make you live in tents again, as in the days of the appointed festival. I have also spoken to the prophets, and I gave numerous visions, and through the prophets I gave parables. Is there iniquity in Gilead? Surely they are worthless. In Gilgal they sacrifice bulls. Yes, their altars are like the stone heaps beside the furrows of the field. Now Jacob fled to the land of Aram, and Israel worked for a wife, and for a wife he kept sheep. But by a prophet the Lord brought Israel from Egypt, and by a prophet he was kept. Ephraim has provoked to bitter anger, so his Lord will leave his blood guilt on him and bring back his reproach to him. Ephraim's Idolatry, Chapter 13 When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He exalted himself in Israel. But through Baal, he did wrong and died. And now they sin more and more and make for themselves molten images, idols skillfully made from their silver, all of them the work of craftsmen. They say of them, Let the men who sacrifice kiss these calves. Therefore, they will be like the morning cloud, and like dew which soon disappears, like chaff which is blown away from the threshing floor, and like smoke from a chimney. Yet I have been the Lord your God since the land of Egypt, and you were not to know any God except me, for there is no Savior besides me. I cared for you in the wilderness, in the land of drought. As they had their pasture, they became satisfied, and being satisfied, their heart became proud. Therefore, they forgot me. So I will be like a lion to them. Like a leopard, I will lie in wait by the wayside. I will encounter them like a bear robbed of her cubs, and I will tear open their chests. There I will also devour them like a lioness, as a wild beast would tear them. It is your destruction, O Israel, that you are against me, against your help. Where now is your king, that he may save you and all your cities and your judges of whom you requested? Give me a king and princes. I gave you a king in my anger and took him away in my wrath. The iniquity of Ephraim is bound up. His sin is stored up. The pains of childbirth come upon him. He is not a wise son. For it is not the time that he should delay at the opening of the womb. Shall I ransom them from the power of Sheol? Shall I redeem them from death? O death, where are your thorns? O Sheol, where is your string? Compassion will be hidden from my sight." Though he flourishes among the reeds, an east wind will come, the wind of the Lord coming up from the wilderness, and his fountain will become dry, and his spring will be dried up. It will plunder his treasury of every precious article. 
Samaria will be held guilty, for she has rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their little ones will be dashed in pieces, and their pregnant women will be ripped open. Matthew chapter 19, concerning divorce. When Jesus had finished these words, he departed from Galilee and came into the region of Judea beyond the Jordan, and large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. Some Pharisees came to Jesus, testing him and asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? And he answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command to give her a certificate of divorce and send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it has not been this way. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If the relationship of the man with his wife is like this, it is better not to marry. But he said to them, Not all men can accept this statement, but only those to whom it has been given. For there are eunuchs who were who were born that way from their mother's womb, and there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men, and there are also eunuchs who made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. He who is able to accept this, let him accept it. Jesus blesses little children. Then some children were brought to him so that he might lay his hands on them and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Let the children alone, and do not hinder them from coming to me, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After laying his hands on them, he departed from there. The Rich Young Ruler And someone came to him and said, Teacher, what good things shall I do that I may obtain eternal life? And he said to him, why are you asking me about what is good? There is only one who is good, but if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. Then he said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these things I have kept. What am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be complete, Go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. But when the young man heard this statement, he went away grieving, for, the, for he was one who owned much property. And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were very astonished and said, Then who can be saved? And looking at them, Jesus said to them, With people this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. The Disciples' Reward Then Peter said to him, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then will there be for us? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, that you who have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, 
You also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, or brothers or sisters, or father or mother, or children or farms for my name's sake, will receive many times as much, and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. And those are our readings today. So some pretty stern reminder warnings in Hosea today. Just a lot of um, strong emotions uh, that you can you can just feel the uh, the sadness from God on His people, and then in Matthew nineteen, um, I am including in the notes, the show notes, the description today, um, a wonderful, um, I guess it could just be an educational video from what from Mike Winger. I really like him a lot. Um, and if you haven't seen him, this would be a great opportunity for you to uh, check him out. And he talks about um, what the Bible says, everything that the Bible says about divorce. Um, he is a really wonderful teacher and pastor. And um, this is a three-hour video. So this is one of his longer ones. And I think he also has shorter ones. But this really is... Um, a very informative video uh, about divorce and about the context of this conversation. This came up a lot with Jesus, this question about divorce, and Mike Winger does a wonderful job explaining why they kept asking or why they asked Jesus about this uh, and also how Jesus remained um, always faithful to God in his response. So it's a wonderful, wonderful video. So um, I highly recommend that you check that out if you're wanting to know more. Let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time today. Although uh, some of the readings were heavier today, we can gain an understanding of how much you love us. I mean, truly. And how hard at times it is to witness our choices when we, when we go astray. We can only imagine how that makes you feel, Lord. And that is something that needs to be brought to our attention. And today that that is brought to our attention. May we have time to reflect on that and to understand. And may we be thoughtful and considerate about our decisions moving forward and make changes where we need to. And thank you for the teachings of Jesus again through um, talking about the importance of divorce and your viewpoint, your, your, your 
opinion on that. That is the only one that matters. And the, the story of the rich young ruler as well. And to understand those of us that follow you, Jesus, what that reward might be and how we obtain that, how we obtain eternal life. Thank you for always providing us with the answers and the free will to, to choose also. Thank you for trusting us with the opportunity to follow you because we, because of our faith and our trust in you. What a grand opportunity that is, Lord. Thank you. Say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. I hope that it can help you see things maybe that you weren't seeing or hear something that maybe you haven't heard in a while. And may it bring you ultimately peace and joy. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.